Welcome to the Church Interpreting Podcast. I'm Lauren Alviso. And I'm Jonathan Downey. And on today's show we'll be asking, what is church interpreting anyway? Rather than just answering it ourselves, we've asked some of our church interpreting colleagues to give you their answers to basic questions about church interpreting. So first off, what even is church interpreting? Hello, everyone. This is Mike LeMay from uh, Montreal. Church interpreting. Well, in the simplest, uh, the simplest answer I can think of is uh, rendering the gospel message to your target language, whatever language that is, and, and transmitting it with the same passion, the same energy as all those uh, preachers and uh, uh, pastors do. So, yeah, I think that's the simplest way of putting it. My name is Julieta Aquino Shenefield. Church interpreting is rendering a spoken or sign message into another spoken or sign language, preserving the register and meaning of the source language content. Carolina Bellino, volunteer church interpreter in the United States. And um, for me, church interpreting is just fulfilling the great commission that was given to us in Matthew to bring the word, bring the gospel to all nations. And through the ability that we have to speak two or more languages, we are doing that, going to the nations every Sunday, bringing the word. This is Mariana Landaverde from Guatemala, and I am sending you what I believe could be the definition of church interpreting which would be applying God-given talents and skills in interpretation to the teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Mm, I think that sometimes church interpretation is not limited to a building. Um, there are many people who do church interpreting in the rural areas, in open spaces, in parks, and as long as the Word of God is being taught or preached, I think that that would mean church interpreting for me. Why do some churches offer church interpreting? Why do churches offer church interpreting? Well, that's an easy one, because they have people in their uh, assemblies that are not of that native language, and they want to hear the message. They're liking the message that's being preached, or they've heard about it. It's a great church, and uh, they want to receive uh, those messages in their language. Carolina Bellino, I believe churches offer interpreting because it, it is important to stay in unity while we worship God. And the Bible says in Psalms one. 133, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And I think when we are able to do simultaneous interpretation, in this case, um, we can be in unity under the same roof, receiving the word about the same time, and families then can go to lunch and say, hey, how, what did you think about the sermon, even though they listen in different languages? Hello, my name is Renzo Gavino, and I'm a volunteer church interpreter here in the United States. And I believe that churches that offer church interpreting really understand the concept of the power of words, really understand the concept of Proverbs 18:21, where there's death and life are in the power of the tongue. See, every nation, every tribe, every tongue needs to hear 
the life-changing word of Jesus Christ. Who does church interpreting benefit? Nora Diaz. I think church interpreting benefits at least three parties. First of all, the pastor who is trying to get their message across. Secondly, of course, the audience who is there receiving the full message um, that is coming to them in another language. And thirdly, of course, the interpreter. I have been in situations where I have been touched by messages that have been shared during one of my jobs where I was there supposedly only as an interpreter, but of course the message gets to you. And so definitely three parties at least. Denise Araujo. So church interpreting benefits the congregation because it makes different people feel included in the same service. It benefits the interpreters as well. Um, I always say that I come to, to give and to serve and I always leave the service more blessed, more uh, filled than I was before. And so it's a, it's a win-win definitely and both benefit. And why do interpreters choose to do church interpreting? Hi, my name is Pooja Godfrey and I'm from Mumbai, India. To answer the question why people choose church interpreting, I feel is because uh, a lot of people might have a calling over their life to be in the ministry and church interpreting becomes that transition period. I have observed a lot of people who were once uh, church interpreters have gotten into full-time ministers and become pastors. So I think um, that just gives a good exposure of how ministry is going to be like or look like. My name is Rafael Torres and I am a Spanish-English interpreter. God has given us all gifts and if we as interpreters have the gift of languages, then we should, as interpreters, use our gift to serve God um, through through our gift. Carolina Bellino, um, I believe you decide to do church interpreting because it is a calling, is is. It's a burden that you have and it burns in your heart to be able to be that bridge for the people that cannot understand the word that is coming out of the pulpit and you have the ability and you can put that to work for his service. Nora Diaz. In my case, I have never done church interpreting as a volunteer, but I choose to do it because I see the huge difference and tremendous impact it has on people. So it is actually one of the most fulfilling jobs that I've ever had, and I enjoy it tremendously. What kind of skills or resources do you need to start offering church interpreting? Denise, so apart from your languages and from knowing the Bible really well and communicating well, and if possible, having some interpreter training, I would say that the best skill or resource is to know how to assess the needs of that church. So who are the people who really need interpreting or what is the goal of the church by offering interpreting services? Um, so that, I would say, is even more important than um, buying equipment or having this or that device. Mariana Landa Verde, question number five. Of course, I think that you need the same skills and resources that a professional interpreter needs. That is a good command of the two languages that you are interpreting. 
if it's consecutive, good memory, if it's simultaneous, good speed, good understanding of the two languages. But in addition to that, I think that you need uh, a good knowledge or mastery of the Word of God, the Bible. And since church interpreting is more than conveying just words, it's about conveying the spirit behind those words. I would say that you also need to live a life as a good Christian. The skills required to start offering church interpreting are pretty simple. It's recognizing kind of where you are. You know where your skill level is. We can all improve continuously, yes, but you realize if you have this skill set or not. Once you do, do you have an open heart that you want to help other people? And once you recognize those two, those are the perfect things that you need to move forward. Thank you everyone for your fantastic responses. As usual, we have time for our quick tip. Today's quick tip is for preachers who are preaching alongside an interpreter, especially if you're doing so for the very first time. One of the big questions that preachers often have is, how much should I say at once before I allow the interpreter to interpret? Well, the answer is really simple. One or two full sentences. That way you can remember what you're saying and you make sure that you get out an entire thought and also the interpreter has enough to interpret. I've seen preachers do everything from give an entire paragraph to try to get an interpreter to interpret one word at a time. Neither of those two work very well. So if you're on stage beside an interpreter, say one or two sentences at a time, that lets you get in the flow, that lets them get in the flow, and that lets everyone understand what God is saying through the sermon. Thank you for listening.